Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. And I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lay Lisa, Lisa Show. Welcome back everybody. It's been five or six weeks since we've all been together for church now uh, and haven't been able to receive the Eucharist. And so we thought we would share some stories of the Eucharist, but where did we get this idea from, Lisa? We got this idea from St. Joseph's, who um, Father Dan and Monsignor Barrett, Barrett? Yes. I, like, I always call him Monsignor. I don't know his last name. That's okay. <laughs> um, sent out an email to the parishioners saying that there was a book that the um, Bishop of Baltimore put out uh, about he asked his diocese to share what the Eucharist means to them or if they have a Eucharist story and they compiled a book on the submissions. And that's what we thought we would talk about. And we're making it interactive. We're going to ask everybody out there in podcast land to submit their Eucharist stories on the Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa Facebook page. Yeah, absolutely. So go to our Facebook page. You should, uh, and if you're not following our Facebook page, this, How would dare be a, you? this would be a good opportunity to start following it. So I'm going to let you start, Lisa, with, with one of your Eucharistic stories first. Okay, so I'll talk first about the one that is most relevant because of the uh, not being able to receive the Eucharist uh, for a few weeks. So I was listening to a YouTube, um, well, I was not watching it, so I was listening to a YouTube video um, on Father Donald Calloway, and it was his uh, conversion story, which was really cool because he was like pretty much like a drugged out teenager, and he like was living some like life in the fast lane, if you will. And uh, one day he um, kind of hit rock bottom and he somehow wound up um, at the Catholic Church. And he was, uh, he, it was funny because he got there early. First he met with the priest and the priest was like, oh, hey, mass is about to st start. Why don't you come and then we'll talk afterwards. So he went into, um, the church and there was all he said there was these Filipino ladies and they were praying the rosary and at the start of the next decade they said hey young man why don't you lead the next decade so he's like oh no I'll pass so he um, mass started and uh, he said that when the consecration of the Eucharist occurred he just had like this influx of knowledge like he just knew like that was Jesus and like when he was like describing it I was just like um, I started to cry because I'm like you know I miss the Eucharist so much and um, I just miss receiving Jesus. So in case you couldn't tell we're outside <laughs> at the worldwide headquarters of Deacon Dave and late person Lisa again the pier out in the backyard and we're near an airport so occasionally a plane may go overhead. That was a really neat story Lisa and, and as you were talking, I was thinking about you know, every week uh, I'm, I have the opportunity to distribute communion. And it's really such a blessing to be able to do that. And I can see some of the people when they come up, and there's different people that have different responses when they come up to receive the Lord. Uh, there's one lady, she just has the biggest smile on her face. And she just gives the most positive amen you ever wanted to hear. So you can just see how much she loves the Lord and how much she wants to receive him. And there are other people that come up with such reverence to receive that they have brought me to the point of tears. Mm. 
because I realize that I'm holding uh, Jesus in my hand and, and one of the things I'm called to do is to share him with all of the people in our community. So to see them come up and to adore the Lord as they're approaching him and to receive him in such a reverent and intimate way, it, it warms my heart and, and reaffirms uh, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, uh, and how important Jesus is to all of us to receive him in the Eucharist. I think it's really cool and like, um, I think it's really cool when you get to see people receive communion like that. Because sometimes we see the opposite and that's sad, you know? Right. Yeah. And it, so what's your next story that you have, Lisa? So my next story is about adoration. Ooh. Um, so I really love adoration. And um, uh, I remember one time that I went to adoration and I just was feeling, being the super introvert that I am, Sometimes no. I have, whoa, Not you, Lisa. News <laughs> alert. Layperson Lisa's an introvert, everybody. So um, uh, I had just uh, been around a large group of people, and I just was very uncomfortable, so I didn't do a whole lot of talking. So I just was feeling uh, like I was having trouble connecting to people, and I just felt kind of alone. So the next day I went to adoration, and, you know, I was just... Uh, sitting there and uh you know I kind of talk over things to God uh in my mind and I was just sitting there and I got this uh thought in my head saying that you are mine so that just gave me a whole lot of comfort and it just made me feel so much uh like that I wasn't alone and that you know I belong to God so I like that. What is it? Totus to us? And what does that mean Totally again? yours. Totally yours. Yep. So, I mean, it's like Jesus was saying that I'm, I'm totally yours. Yeah. And and he is. And and we should all remember that. I, I can I can only imagine that the Lord is um, missing us as well in this intimate way and for us to receive him in the Eucharist. Yeah, we talked about that recently, didn't we? And one of the things that we're doing somewhere along the way, Bible study, maybe it was a podcast. Oh, uh, Okay. It, all of this stuff starts to <laughs> blend together. together. Yeah. It does. <laughs> One of the things I used to do when I was at, at St. Joan of Arc, it, which it's, it's a large round church, and the tabernacle is in the back of the church behind the altar when you walk in. I will go in there, and it's just me. It's dark, and there's a little vote of candles on the side that people have uh, you know, lit candles for prayers, and the tabernacle is right there in the middle. And I would go up there and lay prostrate on the floor mm. by myself and just lay there at the feet of Jesus and pray. Also praying that nobody would walk in while I was there <laughs> wondering what I was doing. But it was, uh, and I also did that same thing with a group of men one time at a retreat at the well in Smithfield. Uh, we all went into this room and we started out sitting down and by the time we were done, we were all laying prostrate That's on the cool. floor. Yeah, it's just a beautiful, humbling, intimate experience yeah. with Jesus. It's like a surrender to Jesus. Exactly, yeah. surrender to Jesus. Yeah. You know, I think in this time, Lisa, we have, there have been times in my life back in the day that I would miss Mass. Yeah. And I thought it was okay. Right. And. I still meet people now that think it's okay. Yeah. I have learned that God needs to be my number one priority right. and that I don't need to 
schedule have schedule God around my schedule. I need to schedule my life around God. Right. And when I came to that realization um, several years back, it totally transformed and changed the way um, I look at attending a mass. And now at this time where we can't we can't go, uh, it's especially relevant to see how we're all hopefully having this hunger um, to receive him in the Eucharist. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like um, my hunger has, um, I mean, I always look forward to receiving Jesus in the Eucharist, but I think more so, like, I feel like it's even more special. And it's I feel like even more reverence mm-hmm. now that, you know, gone without for a while. And I think I think that that's part of the challenge, Lisa, is when we go back, there's going to be this, probably this increase in desire to receive the Eucharist. But then the question is, a month or two later, do Will we... sustain? Right. Do we go back to where we were before all of this happened? Yeah. And I, and I think really the challenge that you're suggesting is, is that we should constantly be on this upward trend towards our reverence and our intimacy in receiving the Eucharist because the more open we are when we receive the Eucharist, the more efficacious the power of the Eucharist is going to be. And the more graces we receive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. More graces. Uh, because if we're not, it's like anything. It's like if you if you go and you do something and you're not into it, you don't get a whole lot of, out of it. If it's like a routine. A routine or just something that, yeah, well, this is, yeah, okay, well, I'm, I'm coming, I'm here, yeah, I'm showing up. Yeah, But when you come with your hands open and your heart open and your mind open, we all receive so much more when we do that. Yeah. Now, I haven't checked to see how long we've been know, going, like, Lisa. Oh, time but it could be that we've been going for exactly 10 minutes. Oh, it just yes, flipped. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, we are, we are pros. We are pros. So any final words, Lisa, on, on this time where we're not able to receive the Eucharist? Just to remind everybody that uh, as well to go to our Facebook page, Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa, and tell us your story. And any, any final words from you, Lisa? Well, we can also always do the spiritual communion. Yes, we can do the spiritual communion. We can also in the meantime. Exactly. There's um, there's a story somebody told one time that they said when you're hungry, you eat and you become satisfied, and when you're satisfied, you stop eating. We're going through this period of hunger right now uh, to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, but if we are truly, truly in love with Jesus then we will never be satisfied mm. with only receiving him uh, once. Right. That we will always want him more and more and desire to have him more and more in the Eucharist and in our life overall. So yeah. it's, it's kind of a neat way of looking at it. Yeah. I'm Deacon Dave. And I'm layperson Lisa. We'll see you next time. Bye.